Hi, good morning to the listeners. How are you? This is Avraham Barzilai. And this is a special program. We are here in America, in Brooklyn. Baruch Hashem, we have, uh, we started a visit um, here. And uh, just like every year, I'm really excited to meet so many people um, and actually see that the Jewish all over the world Jewish people like are the same, like a family, like help one another, like love one another. And it's really, really touching to see people um, with a so great will to help their children, to help their community. And Baruch Hashem, it's very, very warming. Well, um, today, Bezrat Hashem, I will pick up one of the topics. Um, the most important topics, because I actually saw that <laughs> during my uh, visit here in New York, um, the issue came up and up again and again. And of course, how not, we're talking about discipline. Um, some issues of discipline are really makes us uh, frustrated because we want to manage our home. We want to make a schedule time for any day and we want to manage our life and somehow things are not clear not going as well and many many times we ask, we ask ourselves what can i do what can i do i just want my house be better i just want my kids to follow orders i just want them to to do something that i will be able to manage my house and why it's actually not working, why actually we're doing um, whatever we able, but we have no any success, um, we're not succeeding to manage our home. Well, look, one of the common mistakes is that discipline is a tool that helps me as a parent to manage my house, to manage my home. And it's not so true. Discipline is a training. Discipline is a training for our children and let me to elaborate why I call discipline um, training. Not like the other fields in Chinuch. The most long process in Chinuch it's discipline. In Hebrew we call it Mishmat. Discipline is the most long, it's the, it's the longest a process on raising children. And why? Because let's say, for example, that um, I have three kinds of width. One is heavy as two pounds. The second is five pounds. And the third is ten pounds. Now, someone came to me and he, tell, he tells me, I want you to training me. What can I do? I want to brace my muscles. Then I tell him, okay, lift this to two pounds. They lift it. Very easy. Are you feel that you put an effort now? It's easy. Okay, I lift it. Take the 10 pounds. He tries to lift the 10 pounds and he say, oh, no. Ah, no chance I'm going to make it. Then I tell him, okay, so lift the five pounds then they lift it oh a little bit hard but i think i can make it 
which one of the weights I'm going to training him with, obviously, with the five pounds. Because I need to find something that it's pretty hard, a little bit hard, but not too much. Because if it's too much, you give up. You don't want to handle it, right? The same thing when we approach the discipline. We all know there is a rule in our soul, in our spirituality structure. And our personality structures build like things that I really believe in my powers that I can make it. I have the hashik to put in effort and to make step forward. But if I give up, if I think about something, it's really hard to me. I won't make any progress. One more thing. Let's say that we all know that any experience in a life, when we're doing something for the first time in, a li- in our life, we're really hesitances. We really uh, with no confidence, right? Because this is the first time. Let's say, do you remember the first time you drove a car? What was the first time you're driving a car? You felt so low confidence. You felt, oh, I'm going to hurt someone. I'm going to make mistakes. We really was uncomfortable, right? But when we do it, it again and again and again, one more time, one more time, then suddenly, each time we make the same, we have the same experience of driving a car, <coughs> we become more qualified. Today, after 10 years of uh, license, uh, you have license, driving license, now, when you're driving a car, you don't even realize that you're driving a car. You're speaking on a phone. You're listening to the radio, just like now. You put your attention in a lot of things, that, a lot of thoughts that you have in your mind. Everything besides thinking about the driving a car, right? We all admit. We all know it's like this. So the rule says, as much as you repeatedly make the same the same action, you'll be more qualified. It's going to be easier to you. Let's say that someone is has needs a surgery, and he needs to take a real good doctor. We all know why when you need to talk to a doctor, you try to make research, very deep research, to pick on, to pick up a doctor that he really qualified. And one, when you get on an airplane, you don't make any research who is the pilot. What makes the difference? Because in the aircraft, if the craft is crashes, the pilot will die. So you don't have to, to be worried about that. He will make anything he can to make this aircraft landing in peace. But when it comes to a doctor and you need a surgery, if someone's going to die, it's going to be you, not a doctor. That's why we make a lot of research, right? Now, let's say that you have two doctors. One of them is very young. He's really updated with all the latest uh, research, the medical research, and he had... Uh, 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 a lot of knowledge. But the other one, he's an old 
He's an old doctor. And probably most of what he learned have been forgot. And his hands a little bit trembling. He doesn't see as well. But he has an experience. He made this kind of surgery for thousands of times. Which one you pick up? Which one you take? Which doctor you choose? Obviously, the old one. And we ask why. But he has less knowledge than the youngest. Yeah, but he has something. He has a unique that the younger doesn't have. And it is the experience. When you have experience, when you made this surgery time after time, so many times, I can trust you. You can do it in the blink of an eye. <coughs> Now, let's say that we have like 100 demands a day from our kids. If you think I'm exaggerate, put a record, play record at your home for a whole day and try to account how many demands you have from your children till he wake, from, since he wake up in the morning till he get asleep. Let's say it's 100. It's much more than that, but I want to make you scared. So let's say it's 100, okay? Now, how many of them the child really follow? 20? 30? Let's say 30. Let's be positive. 30 of 100, he follow orders, which means each time. I demand my son to do something and he follows my order, he actually became, he becomes qualified, right? It's like each time he follow orders, I'm training him to be disciplined, right? <coughs> Just like each time I'm driving a car, I'm training myself to be qualified of driving a car. Each time the doctor make a surgery, each time he made it as well, He became more qualified, right? So if my child did what I asked him for him to do, he became qualified. That's fine. But I have 100 demands. 30 times a day, I'm training him to be disciplined. But what about the rest? What about 70 times a day that I say something and he's not following my orders? He's training himself to be undisciplined. Now, when you take 70 times against 30 times, obviously, 70 times will win, right? So, 70 times a day, I say something, and he does not follow my orders. What's the chance he will be qualified? That's the way to training him to be disciplined. Of course not. So what we have to do? First of all, <coughs> we have to remember that there is a concept which called environment, avira, like atmosphere. Let's ask ourselves, which kind of atmosphere we have in our home? There are some homes 
The atmosphere in a home is atmosphere of talking. People talking a lot. And when I'm saying people, I'm talking about parents. Parents is very wary. They say a lot of words of demands a day. It's beginning in, in the morning. Wake up, get dressed, come eat your cereal, get a bus, make your homework, take a shower, get a table, leave the toys, get a bed. We are always talking in our home. During the time, our home be, create, creates an atmosphere. And the atmosphere of our home is atmosphere of talks. We're always talking. Now, this is a rule. When something always appears in the air, it becomes part, it becomes an integral part of the atmosphere, and we don't give attention on it. Let's say right now, And I'm stop talking, okay? Let's make a test, okay? I'm stop talking for a few minutes from a few for a few seconds, okay? It's going like this. Now what do you say? When I stopped talking, there was a silent. On the first sight you say yes, because you didn't talk, so it's silent like this. No, it was silent. Try to notice the background sounds that you have right now around you. <clears throat> maybe the air conditioner. Maybe sounds of uh, cars outside. Maybe sounds of a waterfall down in your home. Maybe sounds of the lights, the electric lights in your house. There is more sounds in our home, but we don't really pay attention to them because... It became an integral part of our home atmosphere. So we don't really pay attention for them. But if our home is a wordy, we're always talking, 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 talking. Do so, don't do so, why you did so, why don't you did so? Always demands became an integral part of our home, so our children not really pay attention. That's why it's common sentence when someone says, how many times I told you? Are you deaf? And all these kinds of sentences. You know it's, where it came from? It came from, it came from, this is the part, this is an integral part of, of, of our homely atmosphere. So what do you want? I always... giving my famous boring example of amazing savings in Avenue M. When you're getting inside this store, there is a background music. So for the two first seconds, for the two first minutes, you really notice who is the singer, what song it is, what is the volume of the music background, of the background music, right? But after two minutes, You all focus in attention about the prices, about the quality of the, uh, the products other. When you went out, if 
from this store and someone stop you in the street and say and tell you, tell me, what was the last song in Amazing Stemming? You said, oh, there was a song? I don't think so. I don't even realize. You know why? Because when you came into the store, in the first two minutes, it was new for you. It was change. So you realized. But after two minutes, it became an integral part of your atmosphere. So you don't realize there is a music around. The same principle in our home. We're always talking. Do so, don't do so. Why didn't so? We're always talking to the kids. So we're just like a background music. Nobody really takes it seriously. Nobody really listens to us. Not because we're not important. Just because <laughs> this is an integral part. What do you want from me? What's new? So you ask for something. What's new? And one more thing. Let's say that your beloved child really wants to be disciplined. <coughs> But we, parents, fool with orders. So he says to himself, okay, let's say that I follow this order. I will make my parents' demands. But after that, they will have one more demand. And if I did it, one more demand and one more demand, it's, it will never end. So I give up. I don't want to do anything because if I do what he wants for me, they will add more and more missions. I don't want to do that. Who wants to do a job with an endless? Nobody, nobody would, would ready to do that. That's right. So what we can do? What we can do? Well, the answer is very simple. Maybe it's pretty hard to implement it, but it's not so hard. I think it, parents really work harder when they're raising undisciplined children. So let's put a, 20% of our efforts to lead into struggling with undisciplined children. Let's put in to build discipline atmosphere in our home. Now, the question is how to do that. <laughs> Very simple question. The answer is also simple. Let's go back to my example of Amazing Savings. Let's say that the manager of Amazing Savings meets me and he says, look, <clears throat> I put a lot of efforts to play quality, selected, filtered, quality, pure music. <laughs> I use all my words. <laughs> Now... People don't appreciate it. When people come out of my store, I ask them, what was the last song you heard? He asked me, it was a song? I didn't notice. It's, it's frustrating me. Can you help me? Can you give me an advice? How can I make people to appreciate the music I play for them? What would you suggest to him to do? <coughs> I will suggest him a very simple solution. I'll tell him, look, if you want people to appreciate your music, don't let them to get used to the fact there is music in the background. How? Very simple. Turn on the music for two minutes and then 
turn it off for five minutes. And then turn it on again for two minutes. And then turn it off for ten minutes. Don't let people get used to the background music. <coughs> the same principle. The same principle in our home. We want our children to listening to us. First of all, turn off the music. Turn off the atmosphere of talking in our home. How we do that? Very simple. If we build together a program, I would tell you, take two weeks to create a new atmosphere in your home. How to create it? Very simple. Try to activate your children with no speaking. For example, let's say that I want my little Yossi to take a shower. Okay? So, how we used to do today, we say, Yossi, take a shower, and we went back to the kitchen. And then you come back and you say, Yossi, I told you to take a shower. And you, and you go back to the kitchen for 10 minutes. And then you come and you say, you didn't do it yet. Go take a shower. We're not consistent. Instead of arguing with our children, let's activate them. You're going to your, his room. He sits on the floor and he play with his Lego blocks or something like this. Then you hold his hand. And you say, come with me. He will come because he's not developing rejection because he doesn't know what you want from him. You take him all the way to the shower. You get him in and you tell him, when you need a towel, please call me. And close the door behind, behind him. Activate our children. Hold his hand. Walk with him to the table and tell him, now is supper time. I mean, manage your home. Don't give up on your demands. But stop talking. Stop talking. Try for two weeks to create a new atmosphere. A new atmosphere Atmosphere of silent. Now, after two weeks, you have to take a paper and a pen, sit you and your husband, and try to pick up three demands that is more that is most important to you that Yossi will make. But when you try to pick up these Three demands, think about the pounds. If those three demands, it's a hundred pounds, you will give up. If it's two pounds, it's too easy. You have to find something that it's a little bit hard for him. Not too much. Only five pounds. Now we start training our children 
I'm started training my child to be disciplined. Just like I'm training someone to lift width of five pounds. <clears throat> Let's say that one of uh, the things that you picked up was Yossi take a shower, okay? Now, Yossi is sitting in his room, <clears throat> read a book, and I comes to him and I say, Yossi, please take a shower. What will be the first response of him? Ignorance, right? Hold his hand and tell him, Yossi, you're not allowed to touch the book. You're not allowed to keep playing with your toys. You're not allowed to do anything. Now we're going to take a shower. What will be his response? Ignorance. Maybe say, oh, I don't want to. Say, but you have to. I'm waiting for you to take a shower. Now, this progress maybe takes 30 minutes, maybe 45 minutes, even one whole hour. Before you approach Yossi, look at your watch and make sure that you have one hour clear of anything. No phone calls. No, I have to get out of the house. Nothing. Now I'm clear only for Yossi. <coughs> I know it sounds hard, but let, let's go on with this progress, okay? Let's say that you made it. After a whole hour, 60 minutes, he finally takes a shower. Tomorrow night, he comes to him and he says, Yossi, now let's take a shower. Perhaps it will be the same like last night. But let's say that you stay consistent, stay calm, until he takes a shower and you don't get nervous. You, the parents, stay calm. What will be after 10 times like this? In the 11th time, when he comes to him and he says, Yossi, now you take a shower. Now Yossi knows exactly what is going to happen. He really knows that now you are going to stand nearby, hold his hand, don't allow him to do anything else until he'll take a shower. He knows exactly what's going to happen. So he worked to do it quickly. Instead of ignorance until he anyway make it. Now you understand? Maybe it's a long way. But this is, this is the shortest way I know. And this is a real solution for kids. Because many educators say. Make a chart. Give him a prize. It's not a real solution. It's illusion. Just because you don't have power to handle parents. You don't know what to tell them, so you suggest make a chart. Chart doesn't build any personality. If we want to build a healthy discipline, really healthy discipline, we must teach our children that you have to follow orders just because the value of order. That's what... Discipline is all about. When you say, yes, you comes with me to the tefillah, I'm going to give you a candy. You wake up on time in the morning, all over the week, in the end of the week, you get a candy, you get a prize. That's not the way. 
Because even if he does do what you ask from him, he's doing it just because of the prize, not because of discipline. And the proof is when you stop giving him, or if I want to be more correct, if you're not paying him, you wouldn't make up on time. The same principle when we're talking about um, punishments. If you won't do that, I'm going to punish you. Time out. Wait a minute. What is the meaning of if you won't do that? Which means you're supposed to not do that. I believe you wouldn't do that. i expecting you to not do that. But I'm warning you, if you won't do that, you're going to get punishment. That's the way for discipline. <coughs> Remember my words. Rewards affecting discipline. Punishments affecting discipline. Only discipline, not affecting discipline. You have to follow my orders just because I gave you the orders. Just because I said. You have to follow orders just because you have to. Not because the expectation for a reward. Not because any chart. And not because any threat. Just because I told you. I want you to absorb the value of discipline, of follow orders. It's important to our child's development. When he will be adult, he will learn that the world is the world of rules. <clears throat> you cannot do whatever you want. The world is not half care. You will have to follow orders. You have to do what you have to just because you have to. It is not Chazal Meforash. What the Mishnah says? Hevuka avadim, alti yuka avadim, ameshamshin et harav al menat lekabel pras. Ella, hevuka avadim, ameshamshin et harav, shelo al menat lekabel pras. Don't serve Hashem because you want in order to get rewards for the for for the world to come. But you have to serve Hashem. Not in order to get, to get rewards. Which means you're at your mind. Discipline equals you're at your mind. When you raise a disciplined child, you will have a Yereshamayim child. When you raise up a disciplined personality in your home, He will be Yereshamayim personality. And that's what we want you and we want us to remember. It's very important. Well, before Iran will play a, a good song for you, dear listeners. Um, by the way, we mentioned the, the song of Amazing Savings. Let me to remind you of phone number for text messages for your questions, 347-927-8398, 347-927-8398.
That's 347-927-8398. If you want to call in, you can call to um, 718-683-5858. Bezrat Hashem, tonight we'll have a lecture in Brooklyn, the correct address right after the musical break. Vakasha. Yeah. 
Hi, listeners. We're here back again. You're listening to How Right on a Lot with me, Abraham Barzilai. This is a special radio show because now, this week, Bezat Hashem, I'm here in New York. Um, and actually, tonight, Bezat Hashem will be a lecture. Um, will be a lecture tonight, very interesting lecture, full lecture, uh, the fine line between love and discipline. Very interesting. Um, I really inviting you personally. Um, to be attend, um, it's tonight at 8 p.m. The address is 1638 East 22nd, between Kings and O. I repeat, tonight, Wednesday night, 8 p.m., 
Uh, it's going to be a lecture, very interesting, full lecture at um, 1638 East 22nd between King's, uh, King's Highway and O. So you all are personally invited by me. Free interest, no pay money for that. Just come, enjoy, and go back to your home with the new tools um, to help your children. Also, uh, a few spots for appointment with me uh, are still available. You can reach me directly to my cell phone. I have a special phone number only during my visit. My visit is going to be until uh, uh, Sunday. Uh, despite it, many people around me told me that on Sunday, you wish you fly back to Israel, but it's not so sure because of the storm. So <laughs> it's only in the hands of Hashem. But the plan is, the plan is um, that my visit is going to end on Sunday, unless Hashem will decide something else. My personal phone number, you can call me directly to me if you don't want to expose through the radio and all this. Uh, my phone number is 347 347-210-067. This is my personal phone number. Now, I'm sharing with you one of the very interesting text messages that I've got just now. It's going like this. I don't believe... There is anything wrong with bringing kids to get them to do what they are supposed to do. It's not an army. Kids don't follow rules just because there are rules. Very interesting message that actually demonstrates that people don't really understand what is discipline is about. Look. Chazal says <clears throat> that uh, you can find uh, my words actually in Sefer Michtav Me'eliyahu of Rabbi Dessler. Um, you can find it in a lot of uh, uh, places. It, it's spread all over his books. What's going on like this? You said, Mitoch Shalolishma Balishma. What's the meaning, Mitoch Shalolishma Balishma? Many parents think maybe I should give him a rewards. Maybe I should bring him as you call it, bring the kids to do what they're supposed to do. And mitoch shalolishma balishma. This is a basic wrong perception of the concept of mitoch shalolishma balishma. Rabbi Dessler says, not me, not Abraham Barzilai. Rabbi Dessler says, the entire code of mitoch shalolishma balishma is under one basic condition. That your inner honest goal is to reach to Lishma. Let's say, for example, let's say that I'm not strong enough in tefillah. I don't like the tefillah. I don't enjoy the tefillah. I don't want to do that. So, but inside my heart, I say, Hashem, please, why my heart is so stuck? Why are you... Please open my heart. I want, I wish I had enjoyment in the tefillah. I wish I felt a pleasure in tefillah. I really want it. Hashem says you really want it. Try to use Yetzer Hara to reach your goal. 
how you use it. Go to a shul that you have friends around, the, around you, some friends of you, and you want to impress them that you are really a reshamayim, that you are really tzaddik. Put your hat on your head, <clears throat> wearing your, your uh, uh, um, suit, and close your eyes and make like faces and, and make the tefillah longer. Now, it's shalolishma. You just want your society to be impressed by you. Wow, what a great tzaddik. Look how much time he is davening. It's almost the end of the tefillah. All the rest of people is in, in Alenu Lashabach and he's still davening Shmonas. Wow, what a great tzaddik. Then Hashem says, don't feel bad with that. Because mitoch shalolishma balishma. You say, to, you say to Hashem, Hashem, look, I really wish I would be connected to you with the tefillah, with no care of anybody, just because I want to be connected to you. But what can I do? I have no chashik. I have no desire for that. So I use shalolishma. I use the society around me to reach this goal. Then you can be sure. But when you take your child to the tefillah, for example, and you tell him, look, I want you to daven, I give you rewards. There is no mitoch shalolishma. You know why? Because if your child had a tefillah one more time, time after time, then mitoch shalolishma balishma. But now, when you're bringing him to the tefillah, what he's thinking about during the tefillah? He thinks about the words of the tefillah. He thinks about the reward. In your perception as a parent, you say, I want to prove my child how important the tefillah that I really ready to invest money, like $5, if he doesn't as well. <clears throat> so I want to demonstrate in front of my child how the tefillah important is. But this is in your, in your eyes. In your child's eyes, he says to himself, the $5 are so important that I, it's worth to me to, to, to get suffer, to see it and open the siddur and read it to filah, just be, in order to get those $5. So $5, this is the value, not the filah. So how you can say, mitoch shalolishma balishma? What does that mean, mitoch shalolishma? I say tefillah one more time, one more time. Finally, you get, I reach the, reach the, the goal of the lishma. But it's not a way. Because when he's davening, he doesn't really davening. He makes money. He makes rewards. That's the part will develop here. Not at the tefillah. But if I say, Yossi, you come to the tefillah just because you have to. Then he knows. No, I have no choice. That's it. This is the rule. I'm not talking about commandment. Yeah, and you say, now you got a defila. No. In a firmness, in calmness, but in an order of tone, in, in a tone on, of order, now we come to the defila. When he, he sits in davening, he internalizes 
I have to because I have to. But that's right. After the tefillah, I have to praise him. I have to give him, give him a good feeling with what, what he did. But not rewards. And second, you think there is, is anything wrong with bringing kids to get them what they supposed to do? It's not right. You know why? Rabbi Dessler talking about the negias, negiot, interests. When I have an interest, do not get your explanation. Because let's say that I'm trying to explain my child how much is important to give up for the toys to his sibling. He has an interest. Do not accept what I'm saying as much as it makes sense, but he doesn't want to, to hear it. You know why? Because if I agree with you, it's committing me. I will have to pass. I will have to give up for the toys. I don't want to. So because this interest, he never really understands me. And what is my response when he doesn't understand any argument with me? And then finally I say, okay, you have to do that just because I said. So anyway, you reach this point, right? So start with it. And then your child feels deprived. You know why I feel deprived? Because you try to explaining him. You try to bringing him to do what he's supposed to do. And he doesn't, he really doesn't understand you because, because of the inner interests. If I understand you, which means he's committing me. So he really doesn't understand. And then you force him to do that and he feels deprived. So what did you gain? Let me to, to refer you to Rabbi Dessler. Please learn the, this uh, entire, uh, entire issue. And then Mesut Hashim will understand what, 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 uh, <coughs> what actually I'm trying to, to explain in my broken, in my broken English. Um, now we have uh, now we have a listener on the line. Hello, good morning. Good morning. Shalom aleichem. Shalom aleichem. Rabbi David. Rabbi David. Don't tell me I didn't hear from you. Mm-hmm. We didn't hear from you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We didn't hear from remember you. Remember David. Remember? Yeah, yeah, David. Yeah, how are you? Hello, Papa. You're here in New York. Very good. Yeah. Uh, something interesting you said about the Tochlor Lishma Yom Lishma. So we know that uh, uh, human being doesn't want to see the Chathila. He's a wash truth inside of him. So if you do something wrong, it's not because he wants it. So the Chathila explained that Atoch, Shorishma, Ulishma. Atoch, the Tochen. Ulishma, Zerishma. Wow, wow, wow. That's great, uh, great Vort. <laughs> you always surprise us with, with Vort him. So, yeah. so nice Vort. Okay, David. Okay, Continue really holy work. Okay, it's really good to to hear you again on air. And Bezat Hashem, we're inviting you to our lecture tonight. Bezat Hashem, we have a lecture tonight, Wednesday night, 8 p.m. Um, the address is 1638 East 22nd between Kings Highway and O. Tonight, 8 p.m., we have a lecture, full lecture, dealing with the... Uh, discipline and the headline of this uh, lecture is the fine line between love and discipline tonight Wednesday night 8 p.m. 1638 East 22nd between Kings Highway and O um, 
So, um, yeah, you're right. It's not an army. But I, I also not suggest to you to establish your home like an army, okay? We're not talking about army. But firmness and authority, of course, yes. Kids must internalize that they have authority in the house. There is someone, we call it Samchut uh, Horit, like parenting authority. And, um, and it's really, really important to us uh, to know that and to bring it to our children. When you try to explain yourself or you try to apologize in front of your child because you know what I ask him for you? Just because for your goodness, I want your benefit. It's good for your future. Very nice explanation. But your child starts to develop interest. I have an interest. Do not accept your explanation. Because if I accept that, it's committing me. Who wants to be committed? No one of us. What, do you, what is the concept of atheism? Why there are people that are atheism? I don't believe anything. You don't believe anything? Tell me, did you ever had a, a, a blood test? Do you know how many miracles you have in your blood, in your heartbeat? Look at the world. Look at the snow, the clouds, the sky, the, the sea, the ocean. Look how many animals. And they, they live with the full, sim, uh, in Hebrew we say symbiosis. How does it say in English symbiosis? It's like symbation. I don't know what it's the word. I mean, it's fitted so, so, so in harmony. They live together. And you say, I'm an atheist. I don't believe there is a God. Are you serious? You're kidding? You're kidding me? What are you talking about? This is a stupid explanation. I don't believe that's it. It's not that you not believe. You don't want to be committed. That's it. You want to have carrot. Totally have carrot. So you say, I don't believe. If there is no king, there is no authority, then I can do whatever I want. <laughs> very poor and weak explanation we all agree with that right so when you try to training your children for discipline and why you're training them not because you're comfortable not because it's easier to you to manage your home with disciplined children not because of it at all you're really doing it because you honestly worry about their irachamayim in the future. Because irachamayim means I follow orders just because I have to. Because the world is not in a hefker. When he reached to be adult, what he took from his home, for he, from his childhood was, that's the world I knew. I knew a world of a rule. I knew a world of rules. Of authority. There is an authority. The Olam is not Hefker. Then when we reach to be adult, he internalized that Hashem, he is the authority of the entire world. And then, as that Hashem, um, they will be Yereshamayim. I really apologize that we have uh, so many text messages that we, that we didn't reach yet. But as that Hashem, all your questions tonight, in my lecture, Wednesday night, uh, uh, 8 p.m. <clears throat> uh, January 20, 8 p.m. in 1638 East.
22nd between Kings Highway and O. Also, we have a few, uh, we have a new uh, CD set. It's called Parenting Workshop. Very interesting. It's going with a booklet of more than 100 pages. Very, very interesting. Will be available on my lectures. Free interest. Be there. Thank you to Iran. Thank you to oh, um, Nisim Lazari, Mrs. Ilana Lazari. Thank you to Famous uh, Rosenbluth pa family that actually hosted me every year that I'm here. Thank you, everyone. Thank you to Meital Dayan for arrangement of the lecture tonight. Uh, Chaya Rosan and Limor Satara. Thank you all, guys. You good. You did a good job. Bye bye.